Hello, hello, and welcome to School Leader Soundbites, the place where K-12 leaders come to enhance their communication and branding strategies. I'm your host, Veronica Soper, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me on today's episode. We're going to be talking about social media and how it impacts your branding. We're going to explore the power of social media and building and enhancing your school's brand. Because remember, your brand is your promise. And in this digital age, social media platforms have been essential to the work that we do. People are walking around with their phones. People are constantly on social media. Our students are on social media. Our administrators, our board is on social media. Our lawmakers are on social media. So we know that this is where people are consuming their information. So let's dive right in to learn how we can leverage it effectively and get some recommendations on where to get more great content. So let's talk about the power of social media and school branding. You know, social media platforms, Um, are not just for sharing. They're a powerful tool for storytelling, for building connections, for making sales, for driving uh, people into your sales funnel, as the marketing folks like to say, and really finding ways to connect your community with your school and your district. So thinking about the different ways you're using social media, just know that this is where people consume their information. Um, The World Economic Forum found that the average internet user is spending 2.5 hours each day on social media platforms, making social media a huge, huge tool for those of us who are trying to get information out. So this can be your direct line to parents, to staff, and to community members. So 2.5 hours may seem like a lot of time, but it really isn't, especially when you think about how people are consuming it and the nuggets in which they're consuming it, because sometimes it's just 30 to 45 seconds at a time. I know a lot of us have found ourselves at the drive-thru grabbing a quick lunch because we're usually going in between central office or a campus, trying to grab those stories and those pictures, and we're grabbing something really quick to eat, and the person in front of us isn't moving because they're playing on their phone. And they are looking at content, sharing content, looking at reels, um, or even creating reels. I've seen that happen too. So knowing that this is where our community is getting their information is step one. But step two is knowing how we can make that connection with them and reinforce the brand that we've spent so much time in the strategic communications efforts to do. So let's talk about it. Choosing the right platform. Choosing the right platform is going to be key for you because not all platforms are the same. And the right platform for you may not be the right platform for another district. Some districts are on Facebook. Others are on X, formerly known as Twitter. Some are more engaged on LinkedIn. So knowing which one works for your community is going to be key. Um, Some people don't like to have comments turned on. Um, Some uh, boards are risk adverse to that. And so understanding what your school culture or what your district culture is, is going to be a key factor in determining that. So I'll give you an example. Um, When I came into my last district, uh, it was probably 2016 or 17, and they had not been on Facebook for a number of years. They'd gotten off um, a few years before. And the team really wanted to to go back on Facebook. They felt like um, they learned a lot and how to manage the social media. So my first day on the job, we got back on Facebook and the post was a humorous post. And it was like, the district is thrilled to be back on MySpace, dot, dot, dot. I mean, Facebook. And it was an homage to an older social media platform. And everyone thought it was funny. And we actually poked fun at the fact that, yes, we'd been off Facebook for probably five or six years, but we were ready to jump back on. This time we had processes in place. We had 
community guidelines. We knew exactly what we were going to do, when we were going to do it, and the type of content that we were going to have because we built out our communication strategy and we included that in there. So just be mindful of all those kinds of things and figure out the platform that works best for you. So once you've chosen the right platform, let's talk about branding. Consistent Branding is key. You've got to make sure that you're using the same colors, the same fonts, that your messaging is consistent. If you've got a tagline that it's embedded, if you're using hashtags in there, the consistent consistent hashtags, and you're not just recreating all your colors and your marks um, at, at every turn or at every season. So consistency is going to be key and making sure that your team and your principals and anyone else who's authorized to use social media has access to those tools and those guidelines as well, because consistency is going to be your key to success as you build trust with the community and let them know that this is not just something you're going to pick up for the interim. This is something that you are going to um, be um, in fully engaged with at all times because engagement is key. And we're not just going to be sharing our success stories. We're going to be talking about events, updates. Uh, we are going to probably be talking about inclement weather and some of the other ways we communicate with folks. So make sure that when they see an image or a post, they don't even have to read it. They already know that it's coming from you because you're consistent. Your branding has been consistent. And then really just focus on how people are now consuming their information. We know that less words is more. They want visuals. They want videos. Um, yes, those captions are important and they're great. And there are lots of wonderful tools that are built into some of these platforms, YouTube and Facebook in particular, where you can get transcriptions, which are really important for people who are looking at our content and who are watching the videos, but they have the audio turned off. Make sure that you are have the transcriptions ready to go and that you are serving your community with um transcriptions of what your videos say. So those are just a couple of things to think about as you're choosing the right platform. So let's talk about best practices. Well, um, a lot of these tips I got from some really great resources, not only from my team who managed, uh, who managed the social media platform in the districts I was in, Andrea Gribble is another great, great resource to get school social media um, content from. I consume her information all the time. She's definitely a thought leader in this space. NSPRA, National Schools Public Relations Association, also has some great content. Look for great content and resources from different places so that you can pull from the best and really create content that's specific for you and your district and your campus. One of the things that they all say is that we need a content calendar, which is absolutely true. And we know that working in a communications office, we have to have a content calendar that gives us plenty of lead time to develop that content, go maybe grab some of that B-roll and spend some time designing the graphics and the visuals that are going to make an impact. So plan your content in advance with a content calendar. Know that not only media, but consumers are on a regular cycle of when they like to see certain types of things. So obviously for the holidays, you'll provide holiday content leading up to it. And that's a great time to talk about what your students are doing, especially when you're thinking about um, a profile of a graduate or the blueprint of a leader or any of those guiding documents that your district might be using to celebrate that. 
Think about ways to engage, responding to comments or not responding to comments, as I know some districts don't respond to comments in Facebook. But if you decide to, make sure that you're being prompt, that you've got some boilerplate content, stuff that's ready to copy and paste, and then encourage interactions. Because even if there's an interaction that's negative, there is an opportunity for you to share facts and figures and drive them back to your website to get some of the information. Um, oftentimes, if you do that, you are training your community on how to consume your information, but you're also training your community on how to engage. So sometimes if you don't even have a chance to get involved in a conversation, someone else has already replied for you and has driven that person back to your website or back to those facts and figures because they had seen a previous post or something like that. So just be mindful of that. And then analytics regularly looking at them and using them to drive decisions, understanding what works for your community, refining your message, refining the when, how you're going to post, how long you're going to post and what that's going to look like. It's just really important to have data. Data is what's going to drive so much of the strategy behind communications. You know, I like to talk just a second about our podcast sponsor, K-12 Insight. Social media is so important. It's a modern day tool that we have to use and it can be really time consuming. So look for tools that can help you with that, that can buy back time for you on your, in your team. That's why one of the platforms that I've used in the last two districts I've been in is K-12 Insights platform, Let's Talk. It needs to be in your toolkit. It is a fantastic way of synthesizing themes, identifying what's happening, where in your community it's happening, and be able in real time to gauge whether or not your response as a district is making a difference. The analytics are going to be so helpful to you, especially when you think about the different types of matrix that you have and you're responding to. So there are lots of ways we can connect, but I highly recommend using Let's Talk to engage your community because it's not just about updates. It's about creating two-way communication. So for more information about Let's Talk, visit their link. Uh, it's in the show notes, k12insight.com backslash S-O-P-H-E-R and check out some of the great resources they have. Now let's get back to our conversation. All right. Social media, do's and don'ts. You know, people have asked um, lots of questions about how it has evolved over the years. And what I would say is when we first got on social media, probably 10, 15 years ago, we were really limited on how we thought we could convey storytelling. We would put little snippets, um, but we didn't realize how deep we could go with tagging other partners. And so let me give you an example of a school that really made a difference in what was happening in, in their community. Um, they were working on some um, philanthropy efforts. Uh, this campus was in particular, it's where my daughters went to school. And the principal asked me, because I was working in the communications office, how to get more parents involved and how to get more parents connected to what was happening. So I suggested that they leverage their social media. They had a Facebook page and take different stories from the, what was happening at the different grade levels on this particular uh, philanthropic project that they were working on, highlight what was happening in those classrooms and ask the kids to create an ask for the community and for the parents. And so before you know it, they went in very simply with their iPhone, they captured some video of the different students, what this effort looked like at the kindergarten level, what this effort looked like at third grade, and then of course at fifth grade. And before you know it, everybody wanted to participate 
participate and bring in their ideas. And then they quickly caught on that this was the way to go. So they brought in opportunities by tagging some of the local partners that they had, like one of the local churches right across the street that helped them all the time. They tagged the church. And before you know it, the church had volunteers too. So at uh, when it was time to put all of the um, drive together, the coat drive and the food drive together, they ended up having double or even triple what they thought they were going to have because they had used social media to get people in, to get them excited about what was happening, and then to bring their neighbors into the process. It was just a great way to share what was happening in the schools. And ultimately, that builds trust. That builds trust with the naysayers who don't have students in our schools saying, wow, those kids are really doing phenomenal work, so much so that this partner came across to help them. So some takeaways from that lesson. Look to see who in your community you can tag to bring on board and create some opportunities for engagement. Really collaborate because it's all about collaboration. We know in the classroom when students collaborate that they're learning more. And so we want as a community to them, we want them to learn more about what we're doing because there are some great opportunities out there. We just have to connect to the right people. And if you have an opportunity to connect an influencer to one of the projects that you're working on, please do that as well because some of those followings of those influence will really make a difference for you. All right. So as we wrap up this episode, um, I want to just remind you guys of a couple of things. Effective effectively leveraging your social media is going to be key, but it's got to be branded. It's got to be branded so that people know it's you. They know what you're about. They know what your promise is because that is your brand. It's about building your community, telling your story and engaging with parents, students and staff. So if you have found this episode helpful, please share it with your peers. We would love your feedback and suggestions on topics that we can address in these short little podcasts. Our goal is to just be able to provide you some content that will make a difference for you. So thank you for tuning in to School Leader Soundbites. I'm Veronica Sofer, and I look forward to bringing you more strategies and insight in the next episode. Until then, happy branding.